Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket costs. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-
we have to do those things. It's it's not it's now it's not at a point where we can sit here and we can say, oh no, it's not going to happen to me. We, we 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 have to tell our kids. We have to pass it on to our kids and our younger generation so they can be around because it does seem like they disproportionately it's disproportionately affecting black people, people that look like me and you. I'm not saying that the other race is not getting it. I'm not saying that other races are not involved in it. But we are the ones that suffering as a whole. We're the ones that, that have to make a difference in this thing because we come already preloaded, so to speak, for this virus. We got high blood pressure. We got we suffer from diabetes. We suffer from obesity. And if 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 you live within our community, you know that we don't have the best food chain within our community. We don't have the best products. Yeah, yeah. every once in a while, I think in Third Ward, they open up an H-E-B out there where they could get better foods. But most majority of the time, if you go to the south side, north side, or any other black community within the within the Houston area, I know, you won't, you, you didn't find good food. You found sub-quality food. They, they pushed a lot of stuff like chicken that was already pre-seasoned and you don't know the soft content on it or you go out there and you buy sausages that's already stuffed. Yeah, they taste good. <laughs> They're probably some of the best sausages you ever taste in your life. I'm going to call a few names. Burst Meat Market, Jim's over there on, on um, Scott, Alpha OST over there. And, and, and even the small supermarkets within Oh, Pyburns, of course. I forgot about Pyburns. That's just the Houston area. I'm sure that many cities around the United States have, have their own meat markets that they go to. And all of that stuff is great. Them Creole sausage, them garlic beef sausages, all that stuff's just stuffed in there. And I mean, when it's stuffed, it, it, you put it on the pit, you can boil it, you can cook it, you can split it open, do breakfast with it and everything. But it's salt content. So, that's what help. That's what raises our blood pressure. We can't go out there and fry chicken without putting salt on it. So don't even try. It's certain things like that, Tony Saturies, you know, high in salt content, and then we suffer with all these problems. But as we grow older, our immune system begins to break down, and as our immune system begins to break down. Sometimes you have to depend on younger people that's out there to try to help you because most of our older people have already lived their life. They're in retirement. And it's, I'm saying all that to get to get to my main, my, my, main, my main point is our young people, they're the next generation coming up. They're the ones that's coming after me. They're the ones that's coming after you. They're the ones that's coming after anybody that's out there. The people that's 19 and 20 are going to make it to our age someday. And and they, if, they, if they're not taking care of themselves now and they get infected with this virus now, the virus can come back. Who's the, you, know, you know that the virus will change. Once you start, you think that you got you got it under control. It will it will change to something else. Then they'll call it, give it another name, but it all it stems from this initial contact. And it just seems like our our young people haven't been 
getting the message, so to speak. When I say getting the message, they're asking you to put on a mask. They're asking you to keep social distancing, to stop the spread of this virus from going any further. And if you go across any social media platform, especially on the weekends, especially from state to state to state to state where there are a lot of black people, kids, our future are out there. And they're they're not they're not they're not practicing anything that's recommended. I don't know if that and and, and, and I'm gonna use conspiracy a little bit of conspiracy theory when I jump into this because it must have it, it will be the greatest conspiracy I ever seen to kill off a group of young black people where they never get a chance to go for. It would seem like it's, this this thing is playing out to be the greatest conspiracy theory that's out there. If ever you want to kill off a group of people, this disease feels like, smells like, and tastes like. It was a perfect design to kill off a breed of people, a, a race of people. Not a breed, I'm sorry, but a race of people. It might as well be breed because it we were we were just bred at one time. So it 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 was called is we're actually a race of people, a black race of people, and we were set up to be I guess killed off because this is the perfect. If you ever you want to say perfect storm, perfect storm. Everything that they mention, we we have everything that they that they say about this disease, we have. But the flip side of the coin is that our young people don't believe that they can get it. Our young people don't believe that they can die from this disease. Our young people have been told that they're immune to this disease. Our young people have been told that they don't have to worry about nothing because they will be able to fight off this disease. Basically, what you, what you basically what they told them was that that this is like the flu. You get a cough. You get the sniffles, and you just have to fight through it, and when you fight through it, that's it. Well, this is not like the flu. I'm here to tell you, it's not like the flu. It may have the symptoms of the flu. It may take you down. But here's the deal. As you have it, you can infect other people that you come into contact with. You can be asymptomatic, as as we said earlier. You can walk around and not show any of the signs, and as you come into contact with your older relatives within your family, as you come into contact with your cousins, as you come into contact with your other family members, or you even come into contact with others for about your age, now they become carriers. So not only are you 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 basically carrying it yourself, but you are infecting so many people that you really don't know. And that's the reason why, and that, that's another reason why I say this can't be compared to HIV because in HIV, you have a source in which it came from, and unless you're crazy, well, crazy, not crazy, but unless you're free with what you do, you don't know where it came from. With this virus, you don't know. 
You don't know. You could have went to the store, been gloved up and everything. Somebody else before you got to the basket, or somebody else touched some food that you was at, and and you pull you pull off your gloves and you pull them off the wrong way. And as you pulling them off, you don't you don't grab the inside of your glove and you accidentally touch the outside of the glove with the outside of your hands, and then you go to take off your mask, and now the virus is in your face. That's the reason why I say it's not like HIV. It's not like HIV. It's not like the flu. Because it lives and it breathes, and it actually can stay on the air, float within the air. It can still live if, if you sneeze on the table or something right in front of somebody and you actually infect it. It can still live within that area. So you have to you you have to think to yourself if if, if I'm out walking and, and this is this is something else where I want to go if I'm out walking and I'm gonna say it gently if I'm out riding horses and I'm out riding my bike car with with a whole group of people that's in the car I'm doing a radio show with with people sitting around me. I don't know if they're infected or not, but we're touching the same buttons. We we're doing this. We 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 reaching out within arms. We reach of each other. We're coming into our buildings. I'm just sharing all this with you so you can kind of understand. If if we're driving a car and we got one of those cool cars that everybody's looking at, and and you open up the door of your friend's car and you go into the door handle and you reach that door handle. And you haven't sanitized, you haven't did anything, and, and that person particularly has the disease. We have people that work within the medical community that's out there that's trying to take care of other people. They still have family members that's at their house that when they come from the hospital trying to get home, get something to eat, and get back out and go back to work. It's just so many ways. And, and, and maybe I, I haven't touched on all of them. Maybe I haven't did everything, but the transmission of this disease is so easy to get. The real reason why I'm here tonight, the real reason why I'm here tonight, and we we have done shows before. I don't know if we can save ourselves. And the real reason why I say this is because our young people, they don't realize how this disease affects how this disease affects them. I don't want to get too much further into the show. I, I see Simp out there, and I want to bring Simp in. And and I and I just got kind of got on the bandwagon here, and I I know that we say we was going to do it on Tuesday nights, and you know, Simp, I remember times when it wasn't nobody but me and you out there trying to deliver a message and trying to to make this world a better place. And I don't know at any other time in history that that wouldn't that wouldn't apply right now. I don't care who the voice comes from. I don't care what the source is. I don't care how young they are. If they're speaking the truth and they're trying to save a life, I know that me and you are there. We're gonna support them a hundred percent. How you doing? Maybe busy. I'm doing great, no. man. How are you doing tonight? I'm fine. Hello. You've been listening to just, No, no, no. I'm just worried that people not listening to see what's going on, man. I mean, they, like you said, they ain't knowing this disease and it's real bad. 
Yeah, they they ignoring the facts. They ignoring, you know. I, except I read, I, I was reading this article, and this article was written by um, Stacy Padden, Doctor Stacy Padden. Let me give her her credentials here. And she, in the article, she starts off the article and she says, "Black America is ground zero for COVID nineteen," and she starts calling out some states. She says the Carolinas, Illinois, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York. One of the states that she put in there, you know, I didn't even know black people was there until I was in the service, and you were in, you was in the service too. Was Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I didn't even know there was a group of black people there, but evidently it's some black people there. <laughs> uh, I know where they're going. <laughs> yeah, so. so she, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. So she asked that within a foot. I I had only met one black person from Wisconsin. It was when I was in the service over maybe about twenty to thirty years ago. I have never right. met another yeah. black person from Wisconsin. So if if if, if it's not there, it must be heavily hidden black people. Because <laughs> for it to make it in, was, in the Washington Post, go ahead, Simp. I'm sorry. I was um, reading an article on the day they tested like 1,700 inmates. Now, that 1,700, 72% of them had the the virus. Wow. Say that again. 72? They tested, seven, said they tested 1,700 inmates, and 72% of them had the virus. Wow. That is scary. But 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 Sif, that 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 kind of proves a point. That kind of proves another point that we that we've been talking about. And this is one of the things that I hope that that we begin to realize. Those inmates are cell by cell. They're using the same shower facility. They're using the same place where they go rest and relax. They're using the same everything over and over. But if seventy two percent of them were, were um, infected. I can bet you seventy percent of the people probably that was in jail were black. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. So here you got seventy percent of the population within the jail that's that's infected. You know the state is not going to treat them the right way. You know the state is going to put them if due to get out. They ain't gonna give them no treatment. They're gonna they're gonna let them come back out into the street. Now they going out to their families. They gonna infect their families, and everybody that they come into contact with, they may not even be showing symptoms. Here again. But I don't. But, I hear you, but I don't. I I I disbelieve you on that one. I don't believe they're trying to let them out. I believe they're trying to let them die. I, I really do. Uh, I I really do. I'm serious. I don't think they want them to live. They're not gonna try to help them. They're not gonna spend no money on them, inmates. Yeah, sadly, Simp, I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you. <laughs> and I'm going to say it one more time. I have to agree with you. It's sad to say, but as our, as our young people refuse to listen to to what's being told to them, there are some people that's incarcerated that they really just don't care about. They really, 
just don't care about. And what if you're, you know, you know I'm, I'm going to go there because I, I heard the story. I know I read it somewhere. I heard it from the TV and my source. And, and I heard this young man, he came on TV. Now, I'm not saying he was a perfect young man. I don't know why he went to jail. But somehow he ended up in jail, and I think he only had one kidney. And he was due to get out of prison on this early release program, and he was applying to get out because he had been shot, and he lost one of his kidneys, and he was trying his best to get out of jail so he wouldn't catch the virus because it's a possibility that it could and it affects your major organs in case anybody doesn't know once you get it. You know, Sip, I, I don't know. I, I just would like to know your opinion. Of, you said that they're killing them. I, 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 want, I want to know your opinion of... of, of Ron, of, if, you, if you remember that nurse told you, they're not trying to say they're lying. They ain't got insurance. They're really not going two times to try to say you um, to resuscitation. They just let you down. So at the same time, you have to think about that. If you can't have a family member in that with you, uh, matter of fact, my, one of my best friends in Houston, he's at the VA, and uh, he, uh, he could be what? Bull is right at 50, and his cousin is maybe 47, 48. They didn't even know mm-hmm. he was sick enough to die. And all they did was call him and tell him to, uh, they can review the body. He did. Oh, man. It's sad the way that, that people are leaving this earth. Come review the sad. body. He did. Wow. Wow. So, so think about it, Ron. Your wife, anybody's too. Anybody in your family too, daughter, anything too. You cannot go in there with them. So what yeah. they doing to you know, I, I, I remember this. I remember this story that the nurse said that, you know, that they're probably the only contact with that person before they die. They 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 are the only means of contact other than maybe a telephone call. And what if they can't pick up the telephone call? What if they can't, if they're in such bad condition, that they can't even communicate, and they lay in there in the hospital, and they look in, and they just, it's just sad, man. They're basically dying in the hospital all alone with nobody. You know, laying up there, and if, you can imagine words, just words. Nobody, there, no loved ones there, and you just laying mm-hmm, up there. Mm-hmm. And you, you, get, you begin to think that nobody even cares, no, that you're not even worth anything, so... Sometimes just having that loved one, when you're laying in that bed and you look up and you see their faces across the room or you see them in there, even though they may be asleep, they may, but you know that they care about you, they may have brought a flower, dropped something, a card by, or came by and said, hello, hey, I don't have that long, but I want to make sure that in between shifts I got up here to see you. That little bit of encouragement is what keeps you going. That little bit of even encouragement that helps you fight the next day. Even 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 the other side, just to say the person going to visit, just to see that smile on their face when you walk in, you know, mm-hmm. or to know that yeah. they, they happen to see you, you know. Yeah. I don't know. 
Because I remember when my, my dad was dying, just to see just to see me when I walked in the room, he just started smiling. He talked mm-hmm. all the trash mm-hmm. he wanted, but when, when he see that face, it light up. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I was there for my mother when she passed away. I was the only one there for my father when he passed away. I was in the room. He never gained conscious when I was up there. But, you know, when he took his last breath, I was there. And I see you at Veterans Hospital up there where you're at. The doctor, I'll never forget when the doctor called my mother. And my dad, my dad was a character, so to speak. He he was one of them that he cut. He he would get mad and get in, get set in his ways, and then he want to cuss out of everybody that's around him. So my mother, I I never forget. My mother called me. She said, "Ronnie, said, can you go up to the hospital? Because at the time, my mother couldn't drive. She said, could you go up to the hospital? The hospital and called a couple of times. Can you go up there and check on your daddy? I just said it was about. I guess it was about eleven or twelve o'clock then. I said, yeah. I'm going to go up there. I know he's up there cussing somebody out. So when I got there, I was expecting him to be cussing somebody out, man. And that wasn't the case. He was he he was up there, and I see you. And when I looked through the door, I could see the people standing around him, and I just I said, what's going on now? So when, I found, when one of the doctors saw me, stand, saw me outside the door, and he, he grabbed, he said, Come on, he walked over to the door and he brought me in and he said, Your father said we didn't brought him back like twice. So you need to talk to him. So he's stable right now. And by the time they got down to the end of the ICU, the it started going off again. Here they all come back, man. But that last time they came back, he didn't he didn't open his eyes again. But I was still there, I was standing there holding his hand, you know. And, and 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 I'm just thinking about these people that don't even have that. I, I know my story is probably a little sad too, but I wasn't in a position where I couldn't see my father. And anybody that would have been up there would have been able to go see him. Even the same with my mother. It was almost almost the same thing. But she had the whole family standing around her when she passed away. So, I like I said, I've been there twice. And, and I imagine uh-huh. that just having it family around you when that happens it makes all the difference in the world. It's an easier transition for anybody. Right. I think uh yes. I, I think these these deaths uh I seen one on, on Facebook the other day a Spanish family trying to bury him in uh you know, you don't get the proper barrier. Because everybody mm-hmm. can't be there. They gotta be social distance. So mm-hmm. the family not really grieving the way they're supposed to. Uh, mm-hmm. They can only they can only have so many people. The grandkids couldn't come, and it was, mm-hmm. it was it was she was sad. She was she was been she was been she wasn't been cursing and then she just been let them know that it, it's it's sad and the, and the, like you just said, they was telling them to be careful. She said, y'all be careful because I don't know what happened. My my dad wasn't that sick enough to be dead, you know. So yeah, at the same time, you got to understand that if you a person. Left a house and wasn't that sick, and the next day they dead. The virus ain't killing you that quick. Yeah. The virus supposed to yeah. close your lungs. You supposed to breathe kind of hard for a few days, and if they can put you on the ventilator. From I'm just going by what I've been hearing. You know, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I know you're not a medical professional. I'm not just, a doctor. just go ahead. Yeah. So they saying that it, it's it's uh 
it, it, it hurts you when you breathe. Uh, I was listening to uh, the guy on uh, CNN when he had it. You could hear it in his voice that he had it because you can hear the stuff, mm-hmm. the flame and stuff in, in his throat. So mm-hmm. I don't know how you kill you in one day. I don't see it killing you in one day. I don't absolutely. see Absolutely. We have to be careful. You know, us as black folks. Absolutely. You know, um, Simp, that, that, that brought me to our our actual one of our hosts that's on Block Talk USA, Brandon Johnson. I remember last week he was talking about having symptoms. He said, Ron, say, I, I texted him about something. He said, Ron, say, if I don't feel no better, I'm going, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. He said, because I, I just feel down. And then I talked to him a, a little bit later. He said, Ron, say, you know, I think all this is just brought on by my diabetes and my high blood pressure. He said, um, they tested my my um, sugar, and my sugar was up around 500 and something. He said, I'm just having shortness of breath, and I can't breathe. And I was listening to listening to him talk to him. And as I went through, through the radio, because sometimes I call this show and I just sit back and listen. He did a show last Thursday, and if you go back and listen to him, you can hear the labor of him breathing, still trying to get the message out about this virus, still trying to talk about this virus and how he was feeling and what he was going through. I'm not for sure if it was last Thursday. I think it was Thursday before last. But in between that time, he he's, he's in the hospital. He got admitted to the hospital. He tested positive for this virus. And I don't but know it's, how it's, many. He asked us to pray for him. He asked us to yes. pray for him, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure did. And he tested positive for this virus. And, and, and as he lay in his bed, he was he's still trying to save our people. He's still trying to deliver a message to protect yourself, to to protect yourself. Watch what you're doing. Watch who you come into contact with. You may not never know who, who actually gave it to you, but you're going to start going back in your diary, your life diary, or your time trying to figure out at which point did I let my guards down enough to catch it. You just you just don't know. And if the only if the only thing that we can do to save ourselves is to teach our young people how to protect themselves, to make them aware of the problem. And let me step I wanna I wanna I wanna take this a little bit further. I just I just had a thought that came in my mind. All of these young people are in, in, in the greatest of health. Not all of these young people are at their weight limit. Some of these young people are suffering worse than I am. Some of these young people are suffering worse than the worst of the oldest people because they didn't take care of themselves. Some young people have asthma. 
and many other diseases that compromises their immune system. So when you when you say that it's just old people, when you say that only older people got it, majority of the people that died in the initial beginning of this disease may have been that it may have been that way because their immune system was compromised. But if you keep on getting this disease over just about the time you get rid of you get you get over it and you you get it again each time you know you, you got less your immune immune system is 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 not able to fight the virus as strong as it was the first time that you got it, but you got it because you're out there not paying attention you got it because oh I'm tired of being locked up you got it because I'm young. I'm free. I I can go out there and I can do whatever I want to do. You got it because you didn't protect yourself. Me and you know the dumbest person on this earth. <laughs> well, wrong. The dumbest well, person. You know, back the, in the days when we yeah. came around, we were smoke. They were our some of our friends or whatever were smoking weed or whatever. Now they're smoking that old. Funny stuff, and they're breaking the immune system down too. Uh, yeah. they, uh, they call it legal weed, and that stuff there. How many of them smoked that and it took their immune system out? And so you don't have the same immune system as me and you. They already got a weaker system. You know. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I just I don't understand this young this young culture right now. They get it nowhere. They get you know, it nowhere. <laughs> I'm uh, this next statement I I make is gonna gonna kind of. If it don't open up your eyes, it should open up your mind. I, I just, I, I set it up by saying, Steph, you know, I, I'm going to say it like this. Even, I'm going to read it. I, I ain't going to use that word. Even that P word that's supposed to go in front of this, I'm going to say it like this. Even Trump has noticed. Has noticed. His question, his question was, why is it? That the African American community is so much is so much, you know. Wait, wait. Let me read this right because I, I gotta get I gotta get this. Even President Trump has noticed why is the Amer- African American community is so much is so much. And I guess that's the way you say it. You know the numerous of times more than everybody else. And I guess that's the way you say it because look who it's coming from. He asks Tuesday adding. It doesn't make sense, and I don't like it. <laughs> they wrote it just like you said it, so I just read it like like it was. So our young people should be running. You know what I'm saying? If Trump is asking why the black people are are at the mercy of this disease, it, it's got to be something that that that's easy to catch, and it's got it's got he he has the numbers. So he knows he knows exactly what it's doing. He knows exactly what it's doing, I, and I would hate to say it, but he knows probably more so than what we're we're sitting here talking and we're trying to save lives. And anybody, and, and simply, if you remember a long time ago when we when we started doing this kind of thing, we used to say all the time, if we can just save one person, if we could save one person. We didn't. We didn't accomplish our task. If we could just yeah, save one, one, one person. person, not trying to save the masses and 
we'll save all the rest of that for the masses, for all the rest of the shows that's out there. You can go, you can go listen to them. And but if we could just save one person, we're we're okay over here. We may be unlike anybody else, but if it just takes that one person that we save, mm-hmm. I'm all right with it. Well, you know, we all, we all, we all, we all. Say we're trying to save one person, but some kind of way we got to give them that head, that that thick skull, and make them listen to us. They got to listen to us. Yeah. We don't get through to mm-hmm. these people. There's gonna be a lot of dead young black people and the old people, black people. Period. Yeah, you're right. I think, you're right. I think glass. I think glass when they come in. Okay. And you know, I, I I think as 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 I think about this, simple, I, th- I I saw Idris Elba, the actress, the actor, actor. The females will correct me. Elba, I think his name is Idris Elba. He's the um, British actor that came on. He tested positive for the virus, and that was one of the things that he was saying. I, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna. Uh, he. This is what he said. There are so many stupid, ridiculous conspiracy theories about black being able to get it. That is the quickest way to get rid of black people, get black people killed. I I am talking about the whole world. Whenever we are, wherever we are, just know you, you have to be just as vigilant as every other race. Just to, just to hear him say that, and he's not he's not from our country, but he's one of the people that young people follow. And and Glass is out there now, so Glass, I, I know you're coming yeah, in on the tail end of the yeah, you're coming in on the tail end of the conversation. But what are we gonna do to save our young people? I, I, they say I don't have a clue. I don't know if Glass can talk. He may not be in a position yeah, yeah, where he can talk I'm, right I'm, now. I'm out here, man. I'm out here. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, I, I just tuned in. Yeah. Right. How you doing, yeah. Ryan? Hey, Sim. Yeah, hey, I was hey, Ron, just asking. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it seems as if, uh, you know, the, the truth uh, you know, we don't know what the truth is, but we do have, you know, common sense. And uh, you're talking about the young folks. Uh, I've been seeing in my neighborhood, uh, you know, the lack of understanding, uh, the lack of participation by wearing the mask, uh, the lack of understanding uh, how much, uh, you know, this is going to, uh, you know, be an adverse effect uh, to us. I heard, I believe it was uh, Steve Harvey uh, uh, Michael Bates is saying just because the uh, country is opening up does not mean that you happen to have, have, have to open up, you know, your home. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I was sitting having a conversation, uh, you know, with a, a young lady yesterday, and I'll tell you, this, this thing has gotten scary to me uh, more so than anything because uh, no one knows what the truth really is. I agree with you, man. Class, you know, what was her conversation like when you was talking to her? I don't know. You know, it, sometimes it seems like the suburban America has a different outlook than in, 
inner city America, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Seems like the right. closer you get to major cities in these communities, I, I, I want, I want, I, I really want to use the the word the dumber we get, the worse the dumber we get. I, as far as it comes to I, our youth, I agree, uh, Ron. Uh, again, uh, it, it appears that everything that uh, people have sacrificed, uh, you know, you go uh, to college, you get an education. And, uh, you know, when those who have an education try to talk to those who don't have an education, uh, that jealousy, that envy kicks in where uh, it looks like or it appears to them that you're trying to be better than them or you're trying to tell them how to live their life when, in fact, what you're doing is trying to uh, help save a life. Uh, again, I, 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 Ron, I don't have the answer. Uh, again, like I said, we, we've been having uh, multiple conversations. I'll tell you this. We had a, a, a meeting the other night, of course, you know, from my elected capacity, and, and I told mm-hmm. them 100% unequivocally that uh, I would not be participating in any meeting uh, face-to-face. Now, what we'll do is we'll hook up uh, Zoom, we'll hook up YouTube and all this, that, and that, and I told them the reason why I'm not doing it is based on their facts alone, their being the majority that uh, this has an adverse effect on African-Americans, which I am one, uh, which is uh, one of two that's there. So uh, I did not go. Uh, I will not go until I feel comfortable, and uh, I don't think I'm going to feel comfortable until somebody can tell me uh, that there's a remedy that uh, might be able to help you get through this because I've had five people run, uh, personal people, that uh, have gone through this. One is going through it now uh, that, Mm. you know, almost didn't survive. Uh, one uh, has gone through it. Uh, ten days later, he's tested twice, and he's tested positive both times. So nobody hmm. knows after this, and I'm not going to be foolish enough to fall in that trap. Oh, and you sorry, know, before, and me and before me. you got on, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Sim. Uh, Byron, before you got on the air in, in the state of Texas, they had tested 1,700 inmates. Out of those 1,700 inmates, I told Ron, 72% of them tested positive. The irony is uh, in my home parish, uh, they tested some as well uh, this past weekend. Uh, Some of them had absolutely no symptoms at all, didn't even know that they had it. They tested. So we jumped from 15 to 40 in a matter of days. Wow. Wow. And uh, I'll venture to say, Ron, that, uh, there's more uh, that's out there. I keep telling people that come around me, hey, look, don't come around me. I'm not uh, worried about you having it. I may be asymptomatic, and I don't want to give it to you. So if you take it personal, you know, that's on you. Uh, if you want to lose a friendship, you know, that's on you. But I got to make sure that I do what's consciously in my heart, which is the right thing, which is try to protect those up. And, and, and I'll tell you this, Ron, uh, my daughter is in Texas. She came home this weekend. Uh, 27 years, this is the first time I was not able to hug my child. Why? Because I didn't want to expose her to something that I may or may not have. I didn't want her to expose me to something that she may or may not have. It's it's just that simple. It's just that crucial to me. Hey, uh, Mari, you, you're saying that, though. You're saying that, though, but uh, it was a, a friend of mine had a post yesterday because they was bragging about they went to the beach and stuff. Everybody was bragging about the beach. And she put on her post, if you went to the beach, do not knock on my door. Do not come to my house at all. And you think it's a right. joke? Try me. <laughs> right. Try me. If you went to that beach, right. do not knock on my door. 
Absolutely. You know, people going to people people going to barbecues. Uh, they going to uh, uh, crawfish balls. Uh, they they're listening to music together. Um, my barn had about fifteen people over there. I, I went over there and said, "Look, uh, either we're going to keep friendship by you guys, uh, you know, doing what I ask you to do, or we're going to lose it because I'm going to have the police to come over here and ask you guys to leave because." I'm not going to be responsible. Y'all have heard what the people say, but I'll tell you this, Simp, Ron, again, mm-hmm. uh, people that's in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, they are still taking this as if nothing is happening to nobody. And uh, one of the mayors locally said today that uh, what is it going to come to? Is it going to come to somebody that's directly affected in your home, or is it going to have to be mm-hmm. you to be affected? Well, you understand that social distancing is a must, and if we don't do what we're supposed to do, uh, body bags gonna come fall because those people that's opening up these stores, the mayors, uh, you know, the, the governors and all that, they don't really care. They already know what the situation is. We're gonna go spend a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check, and we're gonna go right to the grave with no insurance money. Absolutely. You know, it's sad as I listen to both of y'all talk, and glass. We don't even have to go there. We don't even have to go further than looking at Brandon's post. As we and Simp was talking about that earlier, looking at the post that Brandon mm-hmm. made. We, me and you were on the radio when Brandon was, you know, about two weeks ago. Right. Brandon's right. last two or three posts been from the hospital bed on his cell phone, trying yep. to make and people aware of how serious this is. And, Ron, he, he would be characterized as uh, at risk, right, because, of uh, I guess pre-existing conditions, uh, you know, size, uh, you know, uh, relative to uh, what they say, you know, it, it, it's more subject to, uh, you know, not making it. Hopefully, I know Brandon is a warrior, uh, and if he's out there listening, my prayers, uh, they they are to him, uh, not just him, but anybody yes. else that, uh, you know, that may be out there listening that uh, we may or may not know. Uh, I don't care if you're white, black, young, old, rich, or poor. Uh, I'm I'm rooting for you because. This is something that we didn't ask for, but we got it now, and uh, we got to de- we got to deal with it, Ron. But the man that's in uh, D.C. is uh, I I I don't know what to say other than the devil. You know, I agree with you, Glass, and I, I you know I, I know how you are, so I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this, and then I want to get you and you and Sim's opinion. When Trump asked that question. Trump's question is obvious. Black people are at the mercy of everything that is flawed and dysfunctional by America's health care system, which has long been shaped by racism. And, and i got to mm-hmm. read this next sentence. Decades of research shows the ways that racism produces a rigged system that drives dispartialities in health outcomes across lifetimes and generations, higher Levels mm-hmm. of discrimination and bias are associated with elevated risk of a broad range of diseases from higher levels of stress hormones to blood pressure to obesity and early, early death. All of these underlying conditions put people at a higher risk for bad outcomes from COVID-19. And I, I just read that. I want to get y'all opinion of what I just said, if it made any sense to you or not. Well, Ron, I, I, me personally, I think it's uh, 100% factual. Uh, I think uh, the health care system or, or the way the country was set up and designed from its uh, inception, uh, it was uh, basically to ex- exclude 
uh, and the only way that we've ever made a mark is that uh, we've had to uh, force it. We have we've had to fight for it, and then when we forced and fight fought for it, uh, we only got a small portion of it. Healthcare is no different. Uh, if you look at uh, most people uh, that are going around, uh, you know, to these hospitals uh, in my area, uh, a lot of them are on Medicare, Medicaid, and the government looks at it as this: Hey, look, we're not going to try to save the Medicare, Medicaid. Let's bring somebody else in. What do they do? They take in that room. We don't know if they're giving you treatment. We don't know if they're doing anything because it's just you and that person. We know that uh, family members can't go in. So uh, I just have, uh, you know, this misconception. I think it was uh, uh, Farrakhan who said, uh, you know, a promise that's broken uh, means nothing. And uh, America has failed on this promise uh, on a lot of things. Uh, we haven't gotten the things that we should have gotten, and it's just a stockpile of things that we continue to have to complain about, complain about, complain about. But I can tell you this, uh, I'm, re- I'm reminded by Malcolm X. Uh, I think the chickens now have come to roost, and I think we're seeing it. Simp, did you I want to comment on that? No, I agree. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. 100% buying on that one. He, couldn't, he said a mouthful. I seen an article yeah. today uh, to throw you off the subject. Uh, this guy, uh, this guy, black guy was jogging. I forget what state he was in. Y'all might have seen it. And these two white guys shot him and killed him while he was jogging. Mm. Uh, mm. It's a little You get rid of like that, uh, the way they're doing it with the virus. But they don't want us here right now. Why are y'all so worried about us? The message taking over this country. They're taking over this country. Why do they fear us so much to try to kill us? They fear us. Yeah, I just think that. Let's go ahead and answer that. I want to read one one more paragraph of this when you finish. Well, 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 Simp, I, I think, uh, you know, you can you can add a little bit more on to it. Uh, you take you, myself, and run. Let's look at a, a restaurant that may close at uh, 8, 845, 9 o'clock, and we're placing an order. Uh, we go there about 10 minutes before it closed. We got a mask on. Uh, you know, we got uh, gloves on. Uh, hey, look. We, we may stand a chance of getting shot because they think we're trying to rob them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we never, we never even thought. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Glass. I haven't even thought about that perspective. Uh, I, I, I really haven't. You, it, it, yo, tie a bandana around. I, I was joking one day. Uh, my daughter had called and uh, said, "Dad, I, I'm gonna send you a video of how to make." Uh, you know, one of the masks out of a shirt, so she did. Uh, I think I may have posted a photo goofing off about it, but I had the thing wrapped mm-hmm. around. Man, I, 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 I look like, uh, what, what you call it, the, 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 the Tashiki or whatever. I, I look like one of those guys, but you can only see my eyes. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, people said, well, Baron, do you realize, uh, you know, what, what you've done? I'm like, well, what is it? So I got to looking at it, and I discovered what they were saying, and I said, "Well, you know what? I, I'm not going to do that. Just, just think if you jogging in an in a exclusive neighborhood, run. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. whether whether it's, whether it's uh, for medical reason or whether we out there just socializing, doing whatever. Hey, look, 
everything is going to boil down to I was afraid of that person when that person had no intention of doing anything to you other than protecting himself by wearing a mask. We know that a mask have always gotten us in trouble, even from the other side, the the, 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 the social side of it. Absolutely. And, and you don't, know, don't it's, it's, about it's, the oh, mm-hmm. mm. don't even add that in. You know, it, it's, it's not, it, 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 it makes you think, Glass, on, on these lines. You know, we, we're so worried about this virus that we took our eyes off the other, the other things that's going on. You have, you're absolutely right, Sim. We took, we, we have taken our eyes off the other stuff that's going on. It's being swept up under the rugs and, and we have to, kind of keep our own, we have to multitask, so to speak, right, Glass? Because mm, right, correct. we can't fail on any points that's, that's out there being made. So I'm going to do this. Well, I, I, yeah. I just I, Go ahead, Glass, and then I'm going to read this next no. paragraph. And, cause it's just, no, go ahead, Ron. I, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Go ahead and read it. It connects. It connects all that we we just got through talking about. It doesn't take a stable genius to connect black people's higher rates of unemployment, mass incarceration, chronic pre-existing medical issues, poor housing, homeless, and less reliable access to quality health care. To see why they're more vulnerable to increase the viral transmission, infection, and death during a pandemic. Black people are also less likely to work in the kinds of jobs that will continue to pay if you don't physically show up to the office, as um, New York Times columnist Charles Blow pointed out this week. The ability to work from home, to practice social distancing, and to wear masks without fear of being arrested or shot while black are all forms of privilege. Mm-hmm. Glass, did you did you hear mm-hmm. that? That was that one paragraph. <laughs> that oh yeah, one Charles, paragraph. Charles is from my neck of the woods. From my neck He's, of the woods, Ron. He's spot on. He's spot on. Because it was the point. I mean, it started off with the reason why, but then it kind of broke it down, and then it really broke it down because. Majority of the people that look like me and you are even the lighter color race mm-hmm. than me and you. Right. Their majority of them can't work from home. Yeah. And run. They ain't got majority, it. They don't have internet either. And they don't have internet. Mhm. But they. But they're. But they're. They're the ones at the highest risk. Yeah. They're the ones at the highest risk of having something happen to them. Yeah, you know, Glass. I, 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 I know I want to bring her in. I know she went to the dentist earlier today. I want to bring her in mm-hmm. and and just ask her a question. And, and I just want you to elaborate, like doing and do it in your own terms, Ross. Can we save ourselves? Young people are not immune to the coronavirus. Can we save ourselves, yeah, I, Ross? Yeah, I think we can save ourselves. It's going to take a it's going to take a little bit, but yes, I do. I believe in the black people. You know that. That's I do. But it's going to take a lot of education. It's going to take a lot of um, 
a lot of education, educating them on the that they just so lax. They just think everything is okay. There's no problem. That's old school. That ain't the way we do it no more. But you know, these parents are gonna have to start raising their children and teaching them that it's just not old school. This is the way it is. It really is. Now, you know, I say this all the time. You know, I, my child is 27 years old, but I got an old soul child, and he knows. I mean. We didn't spare him anything. We, you know, the race card was played. It was, you know, we talked about it. You know, we told him about him being a black man in America and, you know, all of that. So he knows what he's up against. So um, for this virus and stuff like that, you know, he's right in there with us. But um, I think we can save our children, but it's going to take a whole lot of work. We have to go back to the old saying that it takes a village to raise your children, not just ourselves. I think that generation that came somewhere in between probably um, my little bit older than me to my son's age, see, you didn't want your children touched. You didn't want them said anything to them. I wasn't going to raise my children like I was raised. You're going to have to go back to old school raising these children and still some morals, some values into them because they they are out of control. They are out of control. I'm a person that I don't really post a lot on Facebook, but I do go back and kind of just read comments and stuff like that. And sometimes when I read what some of the children are saying, when you see like that party they gave, and I just read some of the comments that they were saying, what's wrong with they hurt nobody? Wow. It's not about hurting anybody. It's about saving yourself and not exposing someone else. But, But I do. I truly believe that we can but it's going to take your whole village to, to raise these children and not just their parents. Yeah. Glass, what do you say about that, what she just said? Well, well, well Ron, uh, I, I think uh, uh, rather than respond to it, uh, let, let, let me digress from it. Uh, I understand exactly what she's saying, but, but I have a whole different philosophy on that. Uh, give me about five minutes, Ron. I'm going to mute myself, and then I'll come back on the line. Okay. Sip, I knew you just got back on, and Rosalind just made a statement. I, I think that, Rosalind, and, and this is, did you want, Sip, so what do you think about what she just got through saying? I mean, I've been saying it, Ron, for the last, like, Yeah. I don't know if you can hear Simp. Simp is kind of going in and out, but that's okay. Oh, I, I, I think he kind of agreed with you, Ross. You know, I know you weren't here when I when I when I made this statement, but um, I don't even know if you caught the tail end of it. But I, it, it was an article that I caught in Washington Post, and I read it okay. just a little bit before you came on. I, I while glasses out and while Simp is getting his cell phone together, I want to reread it to you, and I just want to get your opinion of it. And and the question was is why are blacks at a high risk? And this was a, this was the response by this this paragraph. It doesn't take a very stable genius to connect black people's higher rates of unemployment, mass incarceration, chronic pre-existing medical issues, poor housing, homelessness, and less reliable access to quality health care to see why they're more vulnerable to increase viral transmission, infection, and death during a pandemic. Black people are also less likely to work in the kind of jobs that will continue to pay if they don't physically show up to the, in the office. 
And a New York columnist named Charles Blow pointed out this week the ability to work from home, to practice social distancing, and wear a mask without fear of being arrested or shot while black are forms of privilege. Mm, that's pretty deep. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty deep. That's exactly. Yeah, because it, it basically broke down everything, every problem that we that we have, and and it's true because we we're we're not we, a lot of us don't have that ability, and, and we were. I sent you. I, I said I wasn't gonna bring this up. I'm bringing it up in a way without talking about it directly, and I told and I and I told Simp before I got on there. I saw a group of people hanging out up on each other. Like nobody's like nothing wasn't going on. Like it's no reason for them to be out doing what they were doing. And I'm talking about it was a large group of them. They even started putting it up on Facebook. Yeah. And you know what you but know what I, the problem was? They all look like us. No mask, no social yeah, distancing, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. Well and I think that th- that this mainstream media, like Facebook and all that, got them thinking that they don't have to also. I don't know if you all saw where a state where the people shot and killed the security guard in Dollar Tree. I think that's one Because he asked, the wife, he asked the wife to wear a mask. She go back and get her husband and her son. They shoot and kill the security guard. Those are black people. <laughs> that don't make no sense. It don't, it doesn't, that don't make, it doesn't make even common sense. Cause they ask you, you you ask the wife to wear a mask. She go back and get her husband, who was forty four, son was twenty, and they shot and killed the security guard all because he was doing his job, trying to save their life. Yeah, and I, you know me, I was like, okay, let me see, let's get the color. I'm searching, trying to find out. Okay, this, okay, let's see, mm-hmm. black people, black, and I said, wow, God, oh, man. Now the man, now the yeah. man got up from his. Family. I'm gonna say he got up from his bed that morning, got his family together and everything. He knew the policy and procedures at the store in which he worked. He knew what 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 they wore, and he was just trying to help you save your life. But he doesn't go back to his bed tonight, and you don't go back you, to your bed tonight. All over a mask. All over a mask, and you know I had to comment. Now she's sitting in a cell. The son sitting in the cell, and the dad is sitting in the cell. And I know you sitting there right now thinking, saying, oh, because he asked me to wear a mask. And I didn't kill this man. Now I'm going to look at murder, manslaughter. Somebody going to get manslaughter. Somebody going to get murder. <clears throat> Excuse me. It depends on how they, how they try him. Oh, because someone asked you to wear a mask. It's crazy. Byron or Simp, I don't know if y'all made it back. Did y'all hear that? Either one of y'all? Well, Glass and Byron and Simp must be out. But, Ross, I understand what you're saying. I mean, all behind trying to wear a mask. And and, 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 and just think about this. Not only does it affect those people right now, even though they're sitting in jail cells right now, they they get out. No. No. But even getting out, just just think about it. If they get out, 
and 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 they make parole and everything like that. They still. And, and, and I'm gonna make this comment. I might be out of line, but hell, they was shopping at a dollar, the Dollar General. So you know they wasn't <laughs> they, they wasn't upper echelon black people. Yeah, I said the same thing. I said you have the dollar store. I mean, I'm not. You, I'm not. Yeah. You barely making it, but you're able to buy a bullet to go kill this man and take him away from his family, his mama, daddy, if he had a kids or wife not, or anything. Yeah. Yeah, you you were able to yeah. go kill him oh, at a dollar store. Dollar store. And he working security, so you know he was working at minimum wage and probably just got back to work because the, the country's been shut down. Yep. Yep. But I still believe, you know, I th- you know, lack of education, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, lack of training, you know, and that may very well stem back to you know, poverty and lack of resources and stuff like that, like the article you read, it may very well be. But I sometimes question myself and say, you know, when I look at, you know, when I look at what my forefathers and grandparents went through, they didn't have a lot. But you know what? Their mentality was always do better, always want more. See, our children have gotten away from that. This, this is, they, they are just okay with where they are. They want something given to them. I always say they're not spoiled. They're ungrateful. They're just ungrateful. I don't know if you heard Glass before you got on the air, but Glass was talking about his daughter came from out of state, and she had went on somewhere or something like that, and Glass said his own daughter. So he told us, wait a minute, so we, I don't want to give you nothing, and I don't want you to get anything from me, so we're going to still do this social distancing thing. You know, when 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 it gets to that point, when you listen to somebody and they say something like that, and and you heard Simpson, I don't know if you knew it, Simpson's daughter suffers from illness too, but Simpson has said the same thing about his daughter. He don't he don't want to expose his daughter to nothing because of the immune system. So you got two yeah. grown people saying the same thing, but then you got these kids that's going out there and they can't listen to reason. They don't want to understand. But they, 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 they think that you're taking away their, their freedom of speech. They think that you're taking away their freedom of speech. Where well, you don't have freedom if you're dead. No, you don't. Now, I don't, know what's on, I don't know what's on the other side, but I can tell you on this earth right now, if you're dead, they're going to put you in the, in the ground. You ain't going to be able to move around and socialize with your friends then. Yeah, you're right. You when, when that right car drives. Yeah, because when that hearse drives into that graveyard, you might have some friends that come in with you then, but they're all going back home. They yeah. leave you right there in that graveyard. They leave them bones and whatever you think that you had out here on this earth. It ain't there no more. I don't know if you young people think that, that, that these video games are corrupting your mind or whatever, but you shoot somebody. You run over somebody, you jump off a cliff, you parachute, you jump out of the airplane with no parachute, you ain't living. You're going to die. No. And, yeah. and ain't, gonna, ain't nobody going to give you no extra lives or anything like that. You let somebody call upon you that has this disease. Still the possibility that you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that goes back to good. Yeah, it goes back to good leaders too, Ron. 
it goes back to good leaders because if you have, um, I mean, that, that goes from the top to the bottom with them opening the country up now and talking about disbanding the whole uh, uh, coronavirus team. And you, I think someone said last week on your show that we haven't even tested, what, 5% as promised, and they just think that it's okay. Well, they're opening the country back up. They're doing this here. It's okay. You know, it can't be that bad. Well, yes, it can. It really can be because they don't care anything about you because you're the ones who are being affected the most. Absolutely. Hey, Glass, you, have you made it back yet? I've been trying to get you uh, in. No, no, you I'm, may... Yeah, Ron, I'm, st- I'm still listening. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just trying to get your comment based on what some, some of the stuff that we've been talking about. So if, you, yeah. if you're still busy, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you. No, I'm, I'm going to chime in shortly. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Sim? I think Simp is kind of busy too. No, he, no, everybody no, must no. be kind of. Yeah, I was no, going to no, ask you, have you been listening? I think it's a bad signal. Oh, okay. Oh, can you hear her? Did you hear what she was, Rosalind yeah. was saying? Yeah, it was going in and out, going out. I was. Okay. But okay. I, I heard I, most I, of hey, hey Rosalind, he's down there in Missouri County, in South Missouri County, so his signal kind of goes in and out. Simp, you might okay. have to get that thing. Simp, you might have to get that thing from me that you gave to me, that um, signal booster. I don't know if you got one down here, but uh, he gave me a signal booster out of here that I could that I could use because I was having the same problem getting the signal out of my house, and he he gave me one. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, that's a bad idea. Anyway. Yeah, that's we that's we always go through that. But sometimes he's as clear as as, as ever. But just when he's that when he's in that period, yeah. it's kind of bad. Yeah, Ron, okay. But um, yeah, when we when we look at this as a whole, and and I know that me and you are fortunate enough where we can work from home, and, and almost everybody on this telephone is at at a position where they can work from home and still do their job, and just that paragraph kind of kind of lays it out, you know. I don't know what 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 do we do? I mean, you think about it. They opening up the country. They not opening up daycares. You got women out there with kids. What? How do they expect them to go to work and and their kids at home? And what if their oldest? They got three kids and the oldest one is like nine or eight. What do you do? Yeah, they got a struggle. It's a big struggle. I think it's a big struggle. I got somebody that wants to come in. I, 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 they got their hand up, and I want to get them in as soon as I possibly can. Uh, sir, your line, or ma'am, your line is open. What would you like to say? Yes, hi. Uh, this is Brother Mike uh, from Asia. How are you today? Where did you say you're from, sir? Hey, this is Brother Mike. Brother Mike from Asia. Asia? Yes, sir, yeah. Uh, so how okay. are you today? Anyway, uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm doing great. Yes, sir. I appreciate your show, and your show is very great because you know it's touching a lot of points that people don't like to be touched, and you know uh, we must uh, you know unite together. 
as one country, one nation. Mm -hmm. But it seems we are not all in the same page right now, dear brother. And as a result, mm -hmm. we are going to have a more suffering, more uh, bloodshed, uh, and uh, more, uh, you know, world is uh, watching us right now. We have to be an example for the world. If we have this unity among us, and especially with coronavirus, racism, as you mentioned, and uh, we see uh, 40, 50% of uh, deaths in the United States is uh, African Americans, that shows that we, as a country, we never put the money where it was supposed to be. To, to our communities, to grow them rich, I mean, to grow them educa education, prevention, and we didn't do it. So as a result, uh, you know, we have almost 40, 50% of the uh, death are African-American, my dear friend. Go ahead, sir. Mm -hmm. I, I forgot your name. I mean, what is your name, sir? My name is Ron. My name is Ron. Okay, sir. Sir Ron, go ahead, sir. No, I, I, I really want to ask you a question because I know here here in America, in what country did you say you were from originally? No, I'm American, but I, I work in Asia. You work in Asia? Yes. Sir. So what is, the, what, is, what is it like over there? Because we would love to get the perspective of what it's like over there because I think they were here before America. And I and and the the what the avenues that they took I think was a little bit harsher than what we're taking here in America, and I think that our time here in America, in which we we had we went on lockdown, is shorter than any other country that's out there. So I would like to know what 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 do you see going on within your country where you're from? Uh, I mean, my country is USA, but but I'm working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I'm there. sorry. It, it, maybe, it, I, maybe I should yes. say relative. Yes, yes, yes. Like that. No, I my Asia in Asia Singapore. You know what has happened is this that uh, you know we put our guard down. We were one of those like a, a Taiwan. We had very minimal debt uh, and minimum like a hundred coronavirus. While the board is. Uh, from Italy to Middle East or to Russia right now. Russia is, has a massive uh, amount of uh, coronavirus patients right now and deaths. So, uh, you know, we let our guard down. So right now we have about 17,000 people are, um, you know, in effect, uh, uh, you know, catch, uh, cut the coronavirus. But here in Asia, we are more compliant. I mean, we are more listening to the authorities than this uh, civil disobedience. But, you know, uh, in the United States, people are a little bit are more greedy and more, I don't know what it is, that uh, they try, uh, uh, you know, to use of the civil disobedience uh, to uh, get what they want. And that uh, going to cost United States as uh, citizens uh, very close by the election time, uh, close to 350,000 people will be infected, 
and there have been millions of dead in the United States of America. So you guys, you have not seen yet what is coming to you guys. I mean, besides in Italy, besides in China, and we have now uh, in China uh, that a coronavirus, it stays in your body for 50 days before mm. even give you symptoms. And every time you are go out, you will, in a month, I mean, one person, I mean, can infect 400 people. So therefore, the second wave and the third wave, uh, more deadlier is coming. So, you know, we need to be calm down. We need to, uh, you know, listen to the authorities uh, wherever you live. And hopefully, you know, you get the best of it yeah. and try to stay out of trouble. Go ahead, Sir Ron. Yeah, I, I just want to comment on that because if you, if you live here in America, we we was on lockdown for, I say a good twenty five days, and now that they're op- they're they're basically just saying open up everything, we gonna go back to normal. And I was listening to you in, in your in your talking when you said that the second wave, the third wave, and that the virus can stay for up to fifty days. That's not the messaging that they're putting out here in the United States at all. I haven't heard 50 days in their messaging at all. And I know that y'all suffer in in those countries. I know you're from the U.S., let me identify that. But I know in those countries they suffer way worse than what we have at the point where we are, and they didn't open up their countries. But now we're in the U.S., and maybe we've been locked down for 25 days, 26 days, 27 days. And we're getting ready to open up again, and, and, and you're right about the second wave, third wave, and it's scary because even the number that you say one person can affect 400 people in this country, I, 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 I don't, I don't think we're truly ready for it. I don't, I don't think we're prepared for it. Even though this show was about young people are, are not immune to the virus, the coronavirus. I don't think that we're ready for it as a whole. And and I know that somebody else, Glass, you might want to comment on what he said, Rosalind, um, Simp, anybody that's out there that wants to comment on what he said, please please ask some questions. I don't, I don't well, know Ron, what else to I, say. I think, I think from, you know, just listening, I think he's given uh, more uh, accurate, concrete information uh, that uh, you, you won't hear from uh, you know, the White House or, uh, you know, from some of these other people that's here. Uh, and, and I think, you know, yet again, somebody else is telling us the truth when, uh, in fact, you know, we're relying on our own country to tell us the truth. Uh, I, I think we have to do research. I think we have to look outside of uh, government because if government was for us, uh, you know, we wouldn't have a bad uh, dilapidated health care system like we have now. We wouldn't still be struggling uh, you know, trying to get affordable health care. Uh, you know, most of our people wouldn't uh, have uh, blood pressure. You go to ER, uh, you got a candy machine and a Coke machine right next to the ER, but you're telling people that they need to live healthy. Uh, so I think what he's hmm. saying, uh, I, I agree with him, uh, you know, 100%. And, uh, you know, to add insult to injury, once again, remember, from, from the inception of this country, we've always been excluded. And uh, trying to be included now, uh, you get the same old song. Uh, you get the same old uh, output. Uh, we still got to fight. Uh, I think like the lady was saying earlier, the only people who can save us is us. 
Hmm. Yeah. Anybody else want to comment? Rosalind? Sim? No, I think he Ross made a valid Ryan. point. I think he made a valid point. He was um he hit the target on the right on the target. Um I really that that kind of message is not conveyed over here. They're downplaying it like it's gonna be okay. America's gonna go back to where it where it was and we're gonna we got we gotta stimulate the economy, you know. And I think it's all about the mighty dollar. I think this now it has really affected some people in their pockets, so they want us to get back to work so they can keep on calling their coins, but you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. Uh, yes, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King said, in order to make the people out of poverty is UBI. So right now, uh, it seems Americans got the first 1,200 uh, kind of uh, unannounced UBI, but they should give UBI to everybody because this virus is not going to be one, uh, one month, two months, three months. Is this virus going to be here in the planet for the next uh, 36 months, 24 months, and, uh, you know, from 18 months to plus? I mean, right now, we CNN said 24 months, uh, but last week. So, I mean, uh, so let us, uh, I mean, Italia give UBI to all their citizens right now. Uh, 1,000 uh, euro. And so many other countries are opening up to UBI because they know the only way to take care of the people plus whatever they're getting, you know, this is just uh, uh, bring them to the, uh, you know, out of the, you know, all this hole. So hopefully, uh, you know, other things people can buy, etc. But uh, sitting, we stay home for humanity. We do not want to infect any other people, and we follow the mask rules. I mean, we have seen in uh, North America, uh, anarchist people, I mean, people put a mask to get inside the building, inside whatever XYZ store is, but then they bring their uh, mask down. And so as a result, they're going to infect other people who are shopping, and they don't follow the 12-feet uh, rules in Asia, but you guys stay six feet. You guys even do not follow the six-feet rules. So this mm. is, shows that we do not care for each other, and that's a big, uh, big no-no, you know, because your health mm-hmm. is my health. My health is your health. Go ahead, Sir Ron, mm-hmm. and other panel, a great panel you have tonight. Wow. You know, as I listen to you, I see the extreme in which other countries are going through, and we, we're saying six feet. And you, I heard you when you said 12 feet. <laughs> I just wonder, and I have to ask all my panel, I have to ask the whole panel, Rosalind, Byron, and, and Sim. And I think Sim said it earlier, but, and I think I got his feeling about it. But as Simp was saying earlier, I, it might be true they're trying to kill us all off. It just hey, might hey, be And that's a valid uh, thought for anybody to have, and nobody should be able to uh, divert you from that. Why? Because uh, for years, 
uh, 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 you know, decades and centuries, we've always been told a lie. And remember, remember this, Trump's doctrine is what he was taught. And his doctrine is this. You tell a person one time, you tell a person twice, you tell them three times, and eventually, if it's a lie, they're going to start to believe it. And, and, and that's why he's always on television, harping, 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 harping. So the information that we're looking for is not from the people that we should get it from. We got to get it from, like, the gentleman is talking about and other sources. Otherwise, uh, it, you know, the end time is, is, is near for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ross. Ron, did you? I was just going to ask a quick question. I sent you a little clip um, uh, earlier today with um, they were speaking to. Um, I think I sent it to you earlier today that they were speaking to uh, what's his name? Um, God, Travis was talking to Farrakhan about the lies that America yeah. told the black people. Did you see that? Did I, yeah, did you get yeah, that? I, yeah, I, I thought that was very. Have popular. you seen that one, Glass? I know Glass probably has. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I was talking about uh, earlier when when he was talking about uh, you know the the, the promise uh, America made. Uh, they if they yeah. defaulted on it. Of course, you know Martin Luther King talked about the, the, the default, uh, and, and we don't need to talk about it because we 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 we've lived it now. You know, yeah. we are experiencing it now. You know, they, they tell you affordable health care. They tell you affordable college. They tell you affordable everything. But as soon as you get what's affordable, your life depends on because you're going to have to go bankrupt. Run, you've said it better than anybody. We're just a paycheck away from homelessness. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, my favorite saying is just, everybody has a number. Everybody has everybody. a number. I don't care who you are, what, what, how much money you got in your bank. Everybody has a number before they'll be homeless. And I know we're getting along in this show, but it was one more thing I wanted to read to y'all before we, before we got too far along. But I, I just have to read this, and, and I, I hope it doesn't get to this. But it's already passed us. This is not the first time in America that we went through this. But when it happened the last time, this is just some of the reality, some of the things that happened. The reality was that black communities were left to fend for themselves during the 1918 flu pandemic. They received substandard care in segregated hospitals that were already stretched thin and were turned away from white facilities when they were at death's death door. In cities like Baltimore, eyewitnesses described people dropping dead in the streets. Bodies were piled up in coffins on the street corners or decomposed for days in people's homes because the march and cemetery wouldn't handle the backlog of dead victims. Racist sanitation workers refused to dig graves for black people who were often blamed for spreading the disease in big cities they had recently migrated into in numbers. Now, I'm talking about the Spanish. This is the Spanish flu. And I wonder how many more of us have, have to die before we actually get to that point. And this was in 1918. Well, Ron, did, you, did anybody hear what I said? Yeah. I, I heard loud and clear. Uh, you know, my response to that is uh, 
we we as a race have talked so much to where people have figured us out. They they have us pre-programmed. They already know what our next move is because we vocalize what it is that we're going to do. Uh, like the lady was saying, again, you go back to it, uh, the only person who can save us is us. Now, it, it, you, you're going to have to get in the trenches. You, you're going to have to beat some brains out of some people. You, you're going to have to do a whole lot of things that are unorthodox. But what we got to do the most is we got to go back to our roots, which is the Bible itself, which is, yeah. hey, it's uh, you can say I, I'm a believer. I don't know who is or who's not, so I'm speaking solely for myself. What I do know is this: when people couldn't read and write, run, they were making it. They mm-hmm. own land, they own stock, they own the businesses. They had everything that we didn't have. Now we become so educated, and we ain't got shit. Barely have a pot to piss in. Yeah, you sound like my daddy. My daddy used to always say, son, you can't talk to me. You don't have a pot to piss in and a window to pour it out of. Mm-hmm. That was his favorite saying. He would tell me that in a heartbeat. Son, mm-hmm. you don't have a pot to but, piss but, in and a window to pour it out. Ask yourself, you ask yourself mm-hmm. why did he tell you that? Because it had merit to it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I never understood that until I got older. And when I had kids. And 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 they get smart with you, and they talking they trash to you, and they tell you telling you what they ain't gonna do, but they living under your roof, under your food. You putting food in their mouth, you getting up, taking them to school, doing all that. But they gonna get smart with you. I'll never forget the first time I told my my oldest son that I said, "Son, you don't have a pot to piss in, and a window to pour it out of." And I understood it, every word of what I was saying when I said it. But when my daddy said it to me, I didn't understand a word of what he was saying. I was like, what are you talking about pot pissing? When to pour it out of, I can pour my <laughs> When do I live here? But what he basically was telling me is the son, you don't have an income. Right. This house I pay for. These bills in this house I pay for. And that window that you're going to open to let the AC out of that, you, that you're laying in, I pay for that. I provided that for you. Mm-hmm. So until you get your own, until you get your own, you gonna follow my rules? Yeah. Hey, Ron. The same thing happened uh, not not too long ago. A friend of mine was having an issue out of his son, so his son told him that he wanted to leave. He told him, "Okay, you can leave." So the son started to leave. He's, he was walking out the door. He told him, "Say, look, you gotta take them shoes off that you got on." So he took the shoes off. He started to leave. He said, "You gotta take that shirt off that you got." He say, uh, he saw his son start leaving. He told me to take the pants off. Moral of the story, he ended up getting down to his underwear. And, and he told me, before you leave here, I want you to understand that everything you got on, I bought it. I paid for it. Now, when you take it all off, then you can leave. The son realized that what he thought was correct, it wasn't, it wasn't correct. He couldn't survive on his own. And the dad point was that you can't make it without me. And that's what these kids don't understand. But to see, the government has got them thinking, hey, look, if if your parents put your hands on you, you can call the police. Well, see, we gotta we gotta think outside the box. You should never let somebody outside of your house run your house. Mm. Yes. Last. Can I say something, brother? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Yes, yes. I appreciate your panel. It's very powerful, and you know, uh, you know. Uh, 
we need to realize that if we are saying me, me, me only, it's not going to work this time. We mm-hmm. have to think of we, 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 we. We, the people of the United States of America. The mm-hmm. Constitution of the United States never said me, the United States of America. We, the people. So we are all together in it. So mm-hmm. as long as uh, people don't realize that we, the people of the uh, North America, we can work together and, you know, stay together and and don't uh, uh, try to give this visit to more than uh, what is already given. I mean, our meat package right now reopened, I guess, some of it with the people are sick. So your mm. meat, when received, is it already has a coronavirus in it. I mean, the person who you buy it, it, it is already distributing it to millions. You see how they're doing it? I mean, just mm. they don't care for us, all of us, according to Michael Jackson, the video. They don't care for mm-hmm. us, all of us, in this. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, if they would care, I mean, they would, uh, you know, give them better PPE. I mean, our nurses doesn't have a PPE. Our nurses doesn't have N95, not N95 masks. I mean, we can see that every, I mean, the, the other countries like Canada, if they put you on the, the isolations, and they see that you are not obeying and you come out and infecting others, you will be in jail plus $1 million fine just because of you breaking it. The law, I mean, look at the Euro, I mean, Canada, look at the UK, look at the Asian countries. Right now in uh, India, they did the fact renew their curfew for 1.4 billion people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they said we are not so yeah, comfortable now yet. So yeah. we have to learn from other countries. We have to learn how other, other countries are acting. I mean, what we are acting in the United States, bringing guns in the street and uh, try to say, oh, we are the only patriotic people. Nobody else are patriotic uh, in the United States. That division itself will kill us, if not by Corona. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I I agree with you in so many ways. I agree with you with it, almost everything that you said. And and I know I could I could talk on that for a while, but I want to give everybody else a chance to comment on what he just said because it actually <clears throat> makes you sad in a, in a sense to even think about it. But look, if you it, glass, simp, rosin, if you, either one of y'all want to comment on it, 
and, and glad to talk about Ross. Trust me. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you know, Ron. My 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 only uh, input on that is, I, I think we're seeing that uh, the information that we need is going to have to come from others who sympathize uh, with uh, the atrocities that we are looking forward to. Uh, uh, some people, uh, you know, want the best for everybody. And uh, sometimes the friend is not necessarily a person that you've been with all your life. It's, uh, it's an outsider. Uh, I, I think the gentleman is, is, is spot on. Uh, I, I think he's, he's providing information that we know. Uh, I think the question is now, is uh, how do you force those who are in power uh, to do more than what they're doing rather than uh, being afraid to uh, speak out, uh, being afraid to speak up? Uh, I think it's going to take a collection of uh, individuals that's not afraid, uh, you know, to, to get involved. We've got to get in the trenches. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. Rosalind Simp. Yeah, I, um, I agree with it. Um when he made the uh, statement about um, the fines and um, being that high, uh, he's spot on. He's right. Um, they tried to close a date. Was at a salon in Dallas. She refused to close. You got people who standing with Uzis and machetes and guns standing in front of their uh, business saying, we're going to open anyway. And I think her fine was $50 per day that she wasn't open. Um, you got so many people against against the uh, virus that think that it's just the government. But you got leaders who are, are not leading. Um, they're worried about their own pockets. So it's going to take a – yeah, you're going to have to come together, but you're right. How do you get them to come together? I think uh, under this administration right here, we would, we just – if we don't vote him out in November, we will not see a change. Yep. Agree 100%, Ron. I, I co-sign what she said. Yeah, if y'all let him get back in me, yeah, you let him get back in another four years, it's going to be worse. I want to ask the whole panel, since, since everybody's here and we didn't get to this point, we're still trying to – I want to say this, make this statement. We're still trying to save our young people, but we're trying to show them what could happen also at the same time. But just say we get to November, and this thing is as is, is bad as it could ever be. We had all kind of people. I'm, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> Do either one y'all think that Trump's going to allow an election to take place in November? If what, the country's in on? such bad condition. Well, uh, my thing is, I, I, I think uh, one person uh, does not or should not have, uh, you know, that much power. Uh, again, uh, I think uh, people need to vote, as been said before, as if their own personal individual life uh, depended on it. Because, as the gentlelady said, if we get four more years of this guy, the, 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 the place that we have known uh, for all of our lives will be changed uh, for our generation, our kids' generation, and our kids' kids' generation. Because remember, everything starts on the judicial bench. And these guys have been stacking the bench from the day he put uh, he was put in office. And if, if you don't mm-hmm. uh, you understand what I'm saying, start the fact-checking. 
because remember, laws are made by the legislature, but they are enacted and are interpreted by the judge, and the judge can make what right be wrong and what's wrong be right. Mm. That was that was pretty powerful, nigga. That was pretty powerful. And the only reason, and, and, and I'll tell you the only reason why I brought that up because if, if things get as bad as as they look like they're going to, based on our behavior, so all. And, and, and let me just say this: I, I want to make sure that I clarify this. It's it's not just black young people that's out there. I'm concerned about the blacks. It's other races of people out there doing the same exact thing. I heard something t- today where they were getting on airplanes because the flights are cheap just flying anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they have the ability and they have the money to move around. Our, our guys are just getting together in parks and stuff and gathering. But these people are traveling all over the United States, even in some infected areas where it normally would cost – Five or six hundred dollars to fly into New York or something like that, LaGuardia. Hell, it might be a hundred, a hundred dollars both ways. And these kids are getting on airplanes flying there. So mm. I'm not. Before we get off this, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm trying to save our people that look like us. I'm trying to save the people that I know I can save. And as me and Sim said earlier, if we can only save one, that's that's the one that we're gonna have to save. But yeah. don't ever think that it's just our kids out there doing the doing the because a, a broad I want to paint it with a broad brush. Everybody's kids out there doing the same thing that ours are doing, just a different way, a different style. Those people that's out there hey, getting hey, killed Ron. in Houston, I know you heard it, Ross, on, on TV the other night, out there racing, mm. killed somebody. They still doing it. Hey, run. They doing it. Go ahead, Sim. What? What? No, run. I, I was just gonna say I, I agree with what you're saying, but but you know uh, me, uh, I'm, I'm gonna correct you a little bit. I, I think we make an error. Not that you are, but just so those who listen understand that you're not. I think when we start to apologize uh, for things that we shouldn't apologize for, uh, we diminish what we're trying to do. And what I mean by okay. that is this: if if I got 50 people stand in my neighborhood and my house is on fire, I don't give a damn about them other 49. I'm thinking about my house. So what, what mm-hmm. we're talking about is that in this African-American community, th- there's, a, there's a loss of everything. So I'm, I'm specifically addressing the African-American community because those are the ones that are mostly affected by this. Sure, we love everybody. Sure, we want to help everybody. Sure, we're going to help everybody. But sometimes you got to narrow it down to the least common denominator, which is, hey, look, we're not doing what we're supposed to do, and we need some help. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. I support that statement 100%. We yeah, are we, not doing what we're supposed to do. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But sometimes you get, yeah. Yeah, Simp, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you had to call back in. Um not just open up your line. I don't know if it's able to listen with glasses. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. I just, but I'm still thinking about these guys, though, that, that's getting this virus. And me, you discussed it earlier. They're getting this virus, and then they go to the hospital, and nobody can see you. I don't, I'm, I'm just, it's stuck in my mind. Why can't nobody see you if they can, can get the right, I guess, gear to suit up and, and go in there to see you? Because 
your loved one, you need somebody with you when you're sick. And I I just can't see nobody dying without nobody being there. I, I'm stuck on that right now. Wow. Well, it's happening. Exactly. Can I say something? Uh, possible? Yeah, it is happening. And I heard Ross class, if y'all want to comment on what Simpson said, uh, y'all welcome was to the discussion. Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, was trying to say something. Yeah. Yes, sir. Come on in. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name, but you're welcome to come in. Oh, man, my name is Mike, by the way. I, 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 okay, can I can I say something, please? Of course. Of course, Mike. Oh, okay, okay. And I want just, you know, we follow all the panel together, you know. I want just to be polite, <laughs> very good. Because we are all journalists, and we must respect, you know, the queue. I mean, if anyway, uh, yes, I wanted just to say that, you know, the first line of defense for coronavirus patients are immediately oxygen. So if if any, God forbid, you know, you experience. Uh, and uh, if they had to take you to hospital, uh, please tell them oxygen first, because this is uh, called oxygen deficiency for your lungs, uh, the corona, what it does. And then, you know, the second uh, effective is CPAP uh, later on. But of course, they're going to run a bunch of tests on you and et cetera. And then uh, the third uh, is, you know, uh, uh, you know, a stronger antibiotics like Ditromax or Levaquin, uh, etc. Uh, but if it doesn't work, then um, you know, uh, never use hydroxychloroquine because that's anti-malaria tablets. And yes, that's to be supervised, and that has to be Mm. given you if, uh, and ask the doctor, because my relative went, and uh, they want to give hydroxychloroquine. He said, are you testing on me? Are you testing on me, doc? doc?" He said, yes, we are testing on you. He said, no, I don't want that. First of all, uh, that's going to bring liver damage. That's going to bring kidney damage plus heart uh, damage. So don't ever uh, let them ask the question, oh, I know you're sick. You don't have uh, really any kind of um, advocate for you to advocate. But still, your people should be in touch. Uh, with. There, is, there must be a central command for it. And you must always talk to them and update. Say, can I give me an update on my patient, X, Y, Z, etc. So you can guide them, you know, because they may not be, you know, in a good position or even talk able to give any kind of, you know, things. Say, okay, you know, ask question. But in this case, my relative was... He kind of still was able to question them. I said, okay, 
They're not giving you hydrochloroquine. And then, yeah. uh, right FDA is approved Remdesivir, and so that's anti-Ebola. But uh, that should be very last option, and very, very, very last option should be the ventilator. And because, you know, uh, what they do, these ventilators, they keep giving you oxygen while you are in the induced coma. So mm. as a result, you know they don't know exactly what frequency they need to put. They usually maybe, you know, they try to manage it. But but, you know, if they put more air in your lungs, then suppose then your lungs would be damaged automatically. And we have seen many deaths as a result of it. So if you go to the ventilator, pretty much the chances are very high that you will uh, you may pass. There is no uh, wow. recovery, but very little, little, because wow. uh, you know they cannot. Uh, they maybe the settings is low and then medium or uh, uh, high, and it depends mm-hmm. on the doctor knowledge and the nurse knowledge, which we have a lack of. This. Uh, worldwide, right now we have over 10 million nurses and doctors worldwide. We have shortages right now. So go ahead, uh, yeah. Aaron, uh, uh, the rest of the panel, please. Go ahead. Wow. I hear what you're saying, and, and we're losing them. Every, we're losing more nurses and doctors to this pandemic, and those are the experienced people that have the knowledge of what's going on and how to how to go about making this place and making this virus get better. I I I think we're getting ready to close. This is coming up on about nine minutes. This um, glass had to go, so he he part of the conversation. Um, Roslyn, before we get out of here, I'm since you're the lady, I'm gonna let you make your comments first, and then I'm gonna go to Simp, and I, I guess I'll close this up from there and. How do you invite our guests to give some closing comments? And we just have to keep it short if we can. Well, my comments are very short. Um, again, we're going to have to save our own. We're going to have to uh, look within ourselves and save our own before we can reach out. And if we save one person, like you said, we you know we've done good. Um, this virus is serious. It's a virus that um, attacks. Everyone, it doesn't care what color, what age, what anything like that. It's a virus that's out there. I hear a lot of people saying it's from here, it's from there, it's from what. Uh, it was a, it's not a normal. It's the government put it out there. It was radioactive. It's come from these G5 phones. Uh, scratch all that. The virus is here. So what are we going to do now to uh, calm the virus down or find some type of antidote or something to uh, uh, stabilize this virus? and get our young people aware that they have to start taking this a little bit more serious. Um, don't go out too soon. If you're not, you don't feel safe, you don't feel like, don't be rushed to get out there back into the public, wear your mask, and protect yourselves. That's the takeaway from all of this. We're going to have to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I'm just I was sitting here listening to Rosalind. She was making some good points. And uh, Mike, uh, the guest that came on, Mike, uh, he made a lot of sense, man. We we have to take care of ourselves. And uh, I like the way Mike was talking about it because one thing, just like Michael Jackson said, they don't care about us. And I'm I'm gonna yield the rest of my time to Mike because I want to hear from him again. Hey, you Mike, the floor is yours. The floor is yours. The closing comments you have may have. Yes, quick comment. Do never ever put your guards down, even if they say full open or partial open. Never put your guards down because this virus May and June, uh, July maybe goes a little bit down and kind of flattening, but then it will pick up again for August, September, October, November, and December. We will have a hell uh, pretty much everywhere in the globe. Thank you very much. Wow. With that being said, I I just want to say that we've heard from everybody that was on this panel. I think everybody has some good points. Mike, I want to thank you for coming in, and I know that we love to get a world perspective, and I realize that you're from the United States of America, and I just want to make sure that you understand that I know that, but sometimes we have to get a perspective outside of where we live right now. Glass is coming from Louisiana. Rosalind is is me and her basically talk every day. Me and Simp used to talk every morning. We we have gotten to a point where we kind of got away from that. But you know, we we're the ones that's going to have to save this nation. We're the ones that's going to have to dispute the lies that are being told to us from from our government. Sometimes we 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 we, we can go back in history and look at how we were treated, and look at how we got here, but. I just want to read this as we close out of here because I think that this is something that we all should be aware of. And if y'all just listen, and, and after this I'm going to say good night. I, I think I can do it in five minutes. A CDC statement said public health departments use a standardized case form that captures a wide range of information, including ethnicity and race, symptoms, county, state of residence, and pre-existing medical conditions, but unfortunately, case report forms are often missing important data, including race, ethnicity, also because health departments are under tremendous amount of strain to collect and report case information. The CDC is working to address these data gaps in a supplementary surveillance system to better capture ethnicity and rate of data, but it will probably take a few weeks. As the death toll continues to rise and, and as doctors appear to be less likely to refer African Americans for testing, when they show up for care with signs of infection, will Trump will the Trump administration really make data gathering on race a national priority? And more troubling, will fighting the COVID-19 become less of a priority if black folks become the face of the virus? Will the virus be weaponized against black communities and worsen the administration's open hostility toward black people of color? The pandemic won't keep Trump's administration from its attack on the Affordable Care Act, nor will it prompt states with large non-white populations to expand to Medicare coverage, which they've resisted all along. Will the loss of black lives to the virus free up real estate in gentrifying cities that have already removed large numbers of poor and working people of color. 
just want to leave y'all with that because that that that's a powerful statement. So if they get rid of us, basically, for people in Houston, they gentrifying Third Ward, Fifth Ward, Cash McGuardens. People are going in, putting in these big high dollar houses. Well, if the older people that live in those neighborhoods and some of the younger ones really don't want to go back to that neighborhood, they're gonna have some pretty fine property. If they if this virus keeps up, and it's not, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the reason why it's there, but you can kind of follow what what they're saying. It, it, it just shows you that we are a race of people that's always had to overcome. We had to overcome, and it's like everybody else in them, everybody else that had a cause, always used us as a stepping stool to to up their cause. And we never, we never, we never have used anybody else to to up any cause of being black. If you if you bring up the race conversation with any person, <laughs> the first thing they're gonna say, "Oh, you you always gotta go. You got you gotta go black. You gotta go black. You gotta, always gotta do that." We gotta protect ourselves. We if, if we don't protect ourselves, you sure ain't looking out for us. We gotta say something. About ourselves, and most of all, we got to realize that we got to save our young people because they are—they are us twenty years from now. And if majority of them don't make it to be us, we're in a sad situation. It's going to be sad, truly sad, because I want my son to replace me where I'm at, and I'm sure I want my daughters to replace me where I'm at. Even when I'm dead and in that ground all alone, I want to know that they had the opportunity to live the same life that I did, that nothing stopped them from doing that. So with that being said, said, I want to thank everybody that came on, thank everybody that took time out of their life, and hopefully we just saved that one person, that one person that's out there. Thank you, Glass. Thank you, Sim. Thank you, Michael. And thank you, Rosalind. Good night, everybody. Good Good night. Good night.